apologies, sir. Thousand apologies. There you go. It's all good. It's all good. I was just uh, sitting here obsessing over cryptocurrency and watching YouTube videos and trying to snipe a good project before the hype gets to it. You know, just, you know, regular run-of-the-mill shit these days. As you should, all of these things are wise usages of your time. These were all <laughs> good things you've done. Very, very, very good thing. So uh, so how's the week been, brother? Oh, it's been uh it's been debaucherous. It's been uh it's been mm. counterproductive. I just had to go and um I think maybe I'm maybe I'm getting a goblet and a chalice mixed up. I think reggae has maybe ruined me because when I hear chalice, I think of some sort of smoking device. Right. But if I'm not mistaken, a chalice is like a fancy cup, is it not? Did I imagine yes. that? No, no, no. It's definitely okay. a fancy cup, which is exactly uh, where the usage of the word chalice came from for the rosters and the smoking because of the shape of it. You know, they, I think the original ones was uh. made out of coconuts. So technically you would hold it in your hands. It's very similar to how the noblemen would hold their goblets when drinking their fancy meads and ales. Ah. So, you know, right. you're basically partaking of an intoxicant uh, that you hold a uh, bulbous bottom of it in your hand. <laughs> very similar, very similar things here. So I think they're, that's pretty much where they got it from. Okay, understood. So I had to refill my, my chalice with wine. Nice. I had to re-up. The holidays has been, um, I'm 15 pounds, well, not 15, I'm about 10. 10 pounds up from where I was. So I've made mm. negative progress in my quest to be, uh, to return to a regular shaped human being. And between Thanksgiving and Christmas parties, everybody's, I don't, I don't know if you ever heard of Coquito. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's delicious. It's terrible for you. I'm pretty sure it's 95% sugar, but it's still made strong enough that you still taste the bite of the liquor. And so I've been pretty much down in Coquito for the since Thanksgiving. It's been nonstop. I'm surrounded by Puerto Ricans. They're making it like it's going out of style. It's in abundance. I keep getting handed glasses with cinnamon and nutmeg sprinkled on top, and I just keep downing it. So I'm, I'm going in the wrong direction. And I had a pretty uh had a pretty intense night of coquito in last night. So I'm making I'm making bad decisions for my own personal health. But I plan on getting back on track for the new year. That's all that I've been doing over here. That's it. Well, let me let me offer you a conceptual alternative. I, I would I would suggest that since you spent so much of this year being diligent and focused. And, and working more hours than the average human in America <laughs> to handle business and keep shit taken care of. I'm pretty upgraded in several ways as far as property acquisition, making an honest woman out of your out of your wife. I think you've accomplished some excellent things this year. And this is what they call harvest time. And it's not just harvest time, you know, on Thanksgiving, but this whole quarter of the year is where everybody takes a deep breath and looks at all their accomplishments or looked at the way they've been fucking off all year and they get really nervous. So sometimes you get to look back at your accomplishments and celebrate for a couple of weeks. Just enjoy yourself. Breathe deep, put your feet up, drink a bunch of Coquito, 
try to bang a few extra times a week. You know, just just this is the gluttonous time of year. Maybe not gluttonous, but this is the time of year where we indulge. You know, we uh we we experience the fruits of our labor. That's what this is for. Winter solstice is just around the corner, and you know what's going down with winter solstice. <laughs> you already know. So yeah, this this is the time. This is the time of year, right? You you've done a lot. You've handled some major business this year. The coffers are stacked. And why not? Why not drink some coquito and gain a few pounds? And then we catapult ourselves through the portal into the next chapter with with diligence and focus and you know work ethic and all that shit. The same thing with that we've been putting in, in play all year long, you know. Uh, with the exception of a few weeks out of the last quarter. And we'll be right back at it next year. It's all love. You know what? This is, you might have single-handedly liberated me from my Jew guild. That is, (laughs) you know what? Because I I can totally see that there has to be a line drawn between being celebratory and indulgent. And then... If you make that a lifestyle, that's when you become an addict and just ruin your life. Right. When you just completely throw the fetters of discipline off and throw caution to the wind and with reckless abandon, just do whatever feels good. But I I do think there's a place for that. That makes absolute sense. I've totally changed my mind about it. I'm going to I'm going to ease up off on myself for 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 the remainder of the year and not be such a hard ass. I appreciate that. Yeah, man, enjoy it. We need them. We need them both. I've been listening to a lot of Alan Watts lately, and that uh, that non-duality thing is something that he uh, he returns to a lot. And it's just a it's such a huge concept when you understand, you know, the the importance of why these extremes exist. They don't exist for us to separate and demonize one and and put the other one on a pedestal and shit like that. That's not what this shit is for. These things are. They're connected. It's like trying to separate a sunset from a sunrise and arguing over which one is really more important or more beautiful. It's like, just enjoy both. You know, or, they're here for a reason. Or taking up arms to kill the worshippers of the sunset because the sunset <laughs> right. is really that real shit. Right, right. Which is where this all inevitably leads. You know what I'm saying? So we gotta, we, we gotta be able to appreciate both sides of the coin. They're inseparable. Like the trough is inseparable from inseparable from the crest of the wave, they both exist in perfect harmony. It's really like it, it, there is a harmony between them, you know. So, and I think uh, we've been actively trying to seek that shit out, you know. We've been super super diligent this last year, keeping the show going pretty much every week, sometimes multiple times a week. That's a that's a feat in and of itself. With all the shit that everybody got going on, the fact that we can carve out an hour or two every week to uh, to help solve all the world's problems is, is that's pretty damn respectable. I must say so myself. Well, here's here's my here's my thoughts on the NFT because I, I think w- whatever I can do to catapult you into billionaire status and get my my dome house on the compound, I, I definitely want to help out because I I love I don't want to say too much about the design. I don't want to. I don't want to let the cat out of it. Can I talk about it at all? Oh, yeah. Well, check this out. This is what I'm going to okay. do. I'm going to share my screen here so you can take a look at uh, what I've compiled so far. And then, yeah, we can just we can speak about it a little bit. I'm going to upload this pretty much right away. I heard somebody yeah. say something today. It was a small concept that, uh, that I want to try out for myself. He said that uh, money appreciates speed. 
Mm-hmm. When you sit on something for too long, the energy kind of can go away and find somebody else who's ready to move on it. But if you get a good idea and you're diligent and you move on it, even if it's early or, or undercooked a little bit, you just kind of get that shit to market. <laughs> You'll be rewarded for the most part. And then you can use that momentum to refine and make it better and do a lot of other shit. But uh, you just, you know, just that quick concept, that idea, revenue appreciates speed. So I was like, you know what? Let's just do this. I got this idea today. I'm going to pull a trigger. So, so far I've made uh, 51 of these. With the, It's the NFT, the text is the same, so it's not like I got into some kind of crazy creative vortex and made 50 pieces of art. The text is the same, but I did change the colors of the text, uh, the colors, textures, and designs of the backgrounds. So, But that's right in line with the way Dude, some of this shit is built and made. But yeah, this is what I've been doing for a while today. It's as brilliant as the concept. It, it epitomizes... <laughs> what fine art has actually been for centuries right. <laughs> it really does some um i want this is what i noticed with a lot of these nft collections is that people love the slight variations and the the personalized shit to it yeah like so is is definitely right on the money with the um because this because this is where i feel like um I don't know, cause it it's always it's always being a dick when you see some dope shit, and then you're like, hey, this is what I think as a person who wasn't creative enough to come up with this in the first place, and I totally have nothing to do with this artistic endeavor. But hey, here's what I think. Right. But I was thinking for all these, cause when I envisioned it in my head about the um, great American quotes, is kind of as a little signature. What I see with all these little things is they love. They love these little pixelized characters just going for millions and millions of dollars and just the the little icon shit. Anything with like a little uh, a, a little icon to slightly distinguish it from the next one. Right. So what I was what I was thinking on this one, like if like if there was gonna be like a little alias, like a little, and maybe you could do it on the next batch, or maybe it's an idea you could use something else. But like a little, like a little icon on on the upper left to like this is that that artist that signature right, right 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 one of your little characters or something and then to the right for each one a different icon that might generate the money for the endeavor of the whole EFT like an avocado a mm. bag of cocaine right <laughs> uh, a fast food like a, a bunch of different icons that can be on the other side but the one the one icon is like the artist logo but the other one is or could be all kinds of shit Right, so it's not just the difference in the text or the different um, backgrounds, but then a little icon um, representing, like, as ugly as it is, this is how the game works in the real world. And I'm just letting you know I'm hip to it. With just a tiny little icon, a little avocado, you know, a little gun that was smuggled, (laughs) a little tiny shackle, a little tiny cup of coffee, a little tiny, like, a hamburger. Like, these are the hustles. Yeah, these are yeah. the strung out hustle movement. So that that was just the idea that I had. Yeah, definitely. But, I, I see that because it works. It does work. I see stuff. At first, it didn't make any sense to me. Then I started to get deeper into the the community and the ideas that's behind it. And then, of course, you start to things start to come together. But it, it, even now, it's still pretty crazy. You'll see some shit and you'll be like, "What?" And you look at their open C page and it's like, "Oh, this this account has traded." 75k in ETH. I was like, well, how? What did you do? Dude, <laughs> and that, you gotta find something 
that they and as much as I hate it because because this is the way I see it from you is from a righteous place like it's not like I'm endorsing this like I'm just acknowledging that this is what it is but right. somebody else is gonna see that shit and wanna like embody they see themselves as you know something other and so they look at him like oh that shit that's just hard as fuck like they they appreciate the vice more than the the um the the commentary of what it could really be saying right because ju- just in what it is now it's saying a fucking lot it's fucking brilliant when i saw it in my head i was like yo that's fucking hilarious because it's a real conversation that's yep. going on. Clearly, this is not only a real conversation. I'm pretty sure that there's some clear evidence that this is really what's happening, right? And I've seen something similar to this in that political commentary realm with uh, steal this book and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like you see these really simple, yep. like block fonts that can say something impactful. And I just was like, yo, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna try to hop in this game real quick. And then I just challenged myself. So I went through all of these different little backgrounds and stuff and colors. And I ended up making, I made 51 of them. And I figured, you know, once I upload these 51, I'm not going to upload them in order either. Because there probably is a little bit of logic to how they moved. You know, I was changing this and changing that. So if you have similar color backgrounds, you know, text. But so if I upload them out of the order that I created them in, I think that'll break that apart. And uh, I'm just going to see what happens. dude. It's worth it. It's worth a shot at this point. We see what art is doing and what what NFTs in and of themselves are capable of. So why not? Why not try to troll the algorithm a little bit? You know, this is this is some uh, technically this is high art. I'm sorry. This is this is high art. It's meta. Yeah, it it, it really dude. It really is fucking meta. It's (laughs) it's just looking at the whole thing and being like, okay, this is what this is. Yeah, and just and just putting a big sign on it, which makes it it makes it absurd and comical and and real and poignant all at the same time. It's just brilliant, dude. I love it. I fucking. And I can love also it. say that it's financial advice. I don't have to do like a disclaimer that this is not financial advice. This actually is financial advice. Right, and 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 and, and even though it's subtle. You're lovingly <laughs> nudging people to do the right thing. To do the even, right thing, exactly. Even if they don't see it at first. <laughs> you might have to zoom in before you before you realize I'm nudging you to do the right thing. But that's actually what's happening here. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like it. And I feel like it's just uh, clever and sharp enough to maybe sell a few just on like a somebody, who, somebody who's got some ETH to burn and they scroll past this. It might get a lull out of them and they'll just say, fuck it, I'll buy one. And uh, and start the ball rolling because that's all it takes. This is a snowball effect. If you get a couple of sales, it, the rest of it will kind of just take care of itself. Because One people see it happen. Scoff at. Right, that's true. That's true. But but if you see some of these accounts, bro, and what yeah, they're selling and what and the units that they're moving. Matter of fact, I got one open right now. Dude. I'm looking at this guy. He's traded uh, 15 ETH in the past month or so. Dude, 15 ETH. I'm seeing ones that are selling for thousands of dollars. Yeah. And they're a solid color with Nintendo style pixelated graphics of just a head with glasses, a head smoking a cigarette. I'm yeah. like, this is the most basic shit ever. Oh, yeah, that was 10 ETH. Sold for 10 ETH. 
and it's the third time it's sold. There's a okay. there's a there's a drive in the market for it to change hands. So what's happening with some of those the the crypto punks and some of those uh they what it is is they're randomly generated by a computer program, right? So the P I mean I'm pr- I'm pretty sure you you know some of this information, but the people no, who made no, I'm it completely ignorant, please enlighten me. Well, the people who made it, they created each element separately. So the head shape is usually all the same. But uh, say if it's a, a dog or a zoo or whatever, the head shape is almost always the same. But what they do is they create variations. Like they change the glasses, they put a cigarette in their mouth, the clothes, the background color, and all of those things um, are considered like uh, they can all be tracked since the computer program put them together. It knows how many elements went into creating it and how many uh, actual NFTs were created. So that way it's a verifiable amount of rarity is in there. Like you can look at that one and know how many of these have a pair of glasses, a cigarette, and a red leather jacket. Only 3% of them have that, so this one is worth more. You see what I'm saying? It's verifiable rarity. That's why these things uh, cost so much is because once the project is popular and people start moving it around, you can look and see what those levels are, how many of them have this background, these glasses, this hairstyle, and it's right there on the on the website. You can check it on, since it's all on the blockchain, it's, it's verifiable. You can check it. So you don't have to say, oh, this one looks cool because it's a zombie. You can see what percentage of these projects are a zombie, what percentage have a green background or whatever, and you add it all up. And it's like, yo, this is this this one's fairly rare. And it's pretty dope because uh, it's verifiable. It's not just them saying, oh, I made this and it's cool. You can see exactly what it should be worth versus everything else that came out of the project. Some of them are never going to get off the ground because the computer generated it and it's got, you know, 40% of them have that color. 40% of them have this uh, this hairstyle. Uh, another 60% have those color eyes. So it's like, oh, this one ain't shit. I need to get those low single to low double digit uh, percentages and then you know it's rare enough to spend some real money on. I could be an outlier. I call bullshit. I say it's all <laughs> bullshit because technically any piece of art is one of a kind. It's all one right. of a kind because right. it's not one which is a, but they've created their own little universe where within this particular project, it's X, Y, Z rare, right? Yeah. Because yeah. within, within this, within this project and what's available um, based on this collection, it's that rare. But the reality is it's simple. It's ugly. It's it's not saying anything. I I I I don't I don't think it's art in the same way that art is art that has something to say. And it's it's clever in some way. This is strictly like if an autistic person uh who just did finance all day translated like how should art be commodified on the blockchain? Like it's just and and I saw with the the something ape, I forget what it was, I forget the name of it, and it's like all these different kinds of apes, just slightly different, but it's the same picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The board so, apes is so, another board ape yacht club or whatever. I'm looking at this one right now. The gutter rats, the gutter rats have traded four thousand ETH in volume so far. <laughs> it has one point eight thousand owners. 
and they're just crudely drawn rats. But you can you can uh, prove the rarity, right? Because okay, so I'm looking at the traits here. Back there's six different backgrounds they can have, three different beards, seven different earrings, twenty one different eyes, twenty three different fur colors. 26 different hats, 11 mouths, 13 necklaces, and 29 shirts. So with those numbers, you can go in here and pick one and see exactly how rare it is. And it's usually the ones that are highest price. So if I pick one randomly, you go in here and you see it's worth, it's asking, they're asking $3,000 for it right now. And it's already sold for $1,500, $2,100, wow. Now it's on sale for $2,900. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, yeah, it's absolutely it's ridiculous. But if you look at the properties, right? Uh, only fourteen percent have a green background. Seventeen percent have a only seven percent have a scruffy beard. Six percent have a Russian blue fur. Five percent are wearing a blue bandana, and four percent have a black tank top. So this is pretty rare when you're talking about gutter rats. <laughs> you know, those those are low number traits. Four percent, six percent, five percent. So that's why this one is selling for three thousand dollars or you know close to three thousand dollars. Now maybe ten of the icons have little marijuana leaves. Only one of them has a Wayfair cabinet on mm, it. You so go. you could <laughs> so you could you could you could easily do the same thing with just uh, well, little icons or something like that, little little digital tags. If that's the game, you make literally the same fucking thing over and over, but have a way to create value within that collection because within that collection, certain shit is rare. I mean, okay, fuck yeah. it, play that, play that game. And even if you wanted to do like we talked about, potentially, you know, having um, uh, a pen names or something, right? pseudonyms yeah. to put it out under dude with all those characters you have you could literally have a whole fucking school of artists working for you <laughs> with their own branding and it, it was branded yeah. by fucking totem pole astronaut man and yep. totem pole astronaut astronaut man's fucking signature is only on 10 percent of the works in the upper left hand corner yeah, and brand real. everything that you do with those little icons that's real because I draw, I, you know, I draw these little faces, all kind of weird shit. So if I just took some of those and made th those are the people, <laughs> that's the pseudonym. This is who made it. This is who branded it. So uh, and and the percentages. Make sure I only use, you know, one. I'll use one more than the other one, so that one's more rare. <laughs> like you can totally fucking seed yes. it into it however you want. It's yeah, just and then, how and diabolical then what, you want to be. But here's the thing. Here's how you make it even more rare than that. Is that one part is the artist. And then one part is is like the icon. Like there's yeah. an icon for the artist and then there's another. So you could potentially have one of the same set, like this one that you just did the 51 ofs, right? And you could have an artist logo on the left, one of the characters, and that character could be on other collections as well. But then what's on the other side? And if it's a part of the same collection, that icon where you're maybe making a point of some of the, listen, I'm getting my Wacom uh, dusted off, or Wacom, or however the fuck you pronounce it, and you have to let me know what program you use. Uh, I, I'm I'm getting this shit going as soon as I have time off next year. I'm getting right to this shit. Fucking, I gotta take them off of here, and then <laughs> underneath in quotations, Adolf Hitler. 
That shit has to happen. That has to happen. That has oh to happen. God. That's a million dollar NFT right there. That's I gotta take sell them for three hundred ETH, bro. Easy. <laughs> and you can even have like a little a little screen grab and then like block it out so it's from the movie, you know. So you see it kind of in the background, right? But it's you you know how you can you can do the contrast so it just kind of not becomes black and white, but it just becomes like a solid uh color. Of right, like right. the the outline and the shadow or whatever, right? So you've technically created art with it. It's not something anybody could come after you. So you see the picture of like if you're in the know, you know exactly what the fuck that's from. But then you read the quote and you're like, what? Yeah, I man. don't think they just said that. And what a great way to fuck with people. <laughs> and they have a little icon in the upper left of the artist, and then in the other end, you know, something either for for the lords or you know, I want to do a swastika for an Adolf Hitler quote, but something. Something so it ties it to one of those two brands. So That's you know you're clearly so. being fucked with. Like these are these are two things being merged that you know <laughs> aren't right, but it sounds like it could kind of make sense. Right, right. There's some weird connection, yeah. uh some some thread of truth that makes you second person. <laughs> I gotta take them off of here, Adolf Hitler. Pull down to the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, just compiling those and figuring out all the different ways that that you could fuck with people's heads with with quotes that almost sound real. That that's gonna be fun. That's gonna be a lot of fun because it's so much. It's so especially quotes from music and movies that you could attribute to historical figures. Oh my god, bro! And, and it's just fuel to piss. It's gonna piss some people off, especially that one. That one right there would make people mad enough. To, to give it enough traction to make sure it sells multiple times. Yeah. It, listen, fuck what it, whatever anybody says. Talk all the shit you want. They're not giving up the Nazi paintings. Nobody feels any kind of guilt for owning Nazi paintings. Nobody. Right. Yeah. All of that high-level art that was circulating through your... And everybody's like, yeah, you know, I guess it's kind of bad, but Yeah. Think it's worth like 80 million dollars i'm just gonna keep it yeah why not right i mean the damage is done if it's some kind of asset you can use to enrich yourself and your family i mean as long as you don't uh you know if you just have it as an asset now if you appreciate it and you you know you got some kind of emotional connection to it that's that's a little bit different but if it's just an asset i mean no point in uh, throwing it away if, if it can bring some type of real deal three-dimensional value to you. Screw it. That's like if you had a if you had a unopened first press like R. Kelly CD mm-hmm. and somebody wanted to buy it for $10 million just because of all the fucking hullabaloo that's going on. Would you be wrong for selling that when your family gets $10 million and you can change the whole financial trajectory of your bloodline? Am I not supposed to sell it because he's a sicko? No, bro. It's it's an asset. Who cares? Look, if you had the Polaroid picture of R. Kelly taking Aaliyah onto the tour bus, it was the exact moment before he deflowered her. You don't have to appreciate the act, but you can acknowledge the NFT rarity rating. <laughs> yeah. So that there's only so many Polaroids with this scene depicted. There's a lot of pictures of R. Kelly, a lot of pictures of Leah. It's like he's looking over her shoulder like Michael Jackson at the end of the Thriller video. He's just looking like, oh, yeah, I got this one. <laughs> yeah, that, w- that would definitely net you a nice 
bit of money. If you NFT that, put that in the blockchain, yeah, you'd be a millionaire instantly. Instantly. Yeah, and, and ain't nothing wrong with that. <sighs> Dude, I nothing think we wrong. just got I think we just got another NFT collection idea. <laughs> Great moments in uncaptured history. Just <laughs> this was the moment. This is the picture. And you just create the artwork depicting infamous scenes like right before something. Right before major events, like this is probably right. what it looked like right before. And it, and if you actually had this picture, it would have this much historical value. And this is why it would be rare, and this is why it would be expensive. You know what? What should be an NFT is that picture of Michael Jackson with the two midgets. You ever seen that I, shit? I don't think I've ever seen that one. Oh my god, bro! There's a picture of Michael Jackson, and he's hanging out. With I guess what's the what's the proper word here? Little people? Is that better? Well, he's I think it is, out. but I'm fine with midget. But I get you, dwarf. <laughs> oh, listen, can you see? I, I, can you see when I share the screen? If I if I share my screen, can you see it? Yeah, yeah, I can see it. Okay, let me let me just, uh, bro, tell me this ain't. I would love to know. I'd love to see footage from that day. I'd love to see more pictures. I'd love to see some video footage. You got Michael Jackson sitting down drinking Smirnoff right out of the bottle with two midgets sitting on his lap. Two of what looks to be adult female midgets. It's a very, very strange photo. But... Ah, so in light of all the controversy, it's so problematic. It is. It really is. <laughs> I don't really even know is. where to begin. But yeah, just just because no one knows what to call these two people so that it won't be offensive, that's that's the first tier of problematicness. Then yeah. the fact that he's just he's getting wasted. Yeah. Like he's not he's not sipping anything. He's like, no. you just down the whole thing and sit on my lap and you kind of look like children. Yeah. So yeah. It's not, that should be an NFT. I don't know who owns that picture, but if it's not in the blockchain, you slipping. You slipping. That's an amazing slide. Like, you you could create you could create an entire that could be a whole movie. I'd watch a whole movie, especially if it was like one of those parody comedy movies. I'd watch a whole movie about about day, that day. The day that, that they day. hung out where he got <laughs> drunk, they had an orgy, they ended up beating him and robbing him, and he was too embarrassed to tell anybody. But they oh worked them over good. Just a lot of things that you wouldn't have thought that would have happened. You know, I would give so much to to have Netflix find these two ladies and just do one of those uh, expose hour long. You Can't know, find interviews. them. They're dead. <laughs> <laughs> They're dead. Everyone in that photo is dead, dude. This is the sad reality about genetics and life. Everyone in that photo is dead you know it i know it there's no netflix documentary all there is is the fan fiction that can come from it or the nft that turns into a gif and one minute he's sitting on top of you know they're sitting on top of him and then the other picture at the end of the gift they're running off with his money and he's left beaten and battered just, oh, just laying there bloodied they're all dead <laughs> no one's alive in that picture that's amazing yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right. Once you, you you see Michael Jackson get drunk, your two midgets sitting on his lap, 
yeah, I don't know. Whatever happened that night might not be something you can actually, uh, they can let you out into the world with that information. That is sensitive information. Listen, if they got to Epstein, those midgets aren't getting oh, away. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They got those midgets aren't telling this story. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, how did no like how have you not seen this picture? How have they not been interviewed? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this just got grim. That's just the facts. Sorry. That's amazing. Well, at least they had a good time. It looked like they had a great time. They probably did. It was, that was good probably night. a nice that was a nice, wholesome party. Yeah. That they had. <laughs> nothing 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 weird or creepy happened. Everything was fine. Oh, I can't imagine anything debaucherous happening with Michael Jackson and two small women that may look or may not look like children. Look, it, it, I don't know where you fall on the Michael J- Jackson thing. There's a lot of there's a lot of blasphemous opinions that could circulate. I truly don't know if he did it or not. I all of the all of the accusations seem to be salacious. The the people that defend it um, vehemently seem to be the same people that. You know, Bill Cosby didn't touch anybody. So it, 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 it seems to be a little, you know, over the top. But technically, I don't know. The story about the bells was the one that was the most troubling, like having the little bells as tripwires while the kids <laughs> were in his room. I, I just don't know how you would absolutely – I don't know that that's a smoking gun. I don't know that it would actually – because this is where I'm at. I I haven't seen a definitive smoking gun. Right. You know, I think there's way more – I, I think there's way more evidence that Dr. Huxtable violated women when they passed out than Michael Jackson touched kids. So I'm either at he was just truly an asexual weirdo, and I use weirdo in a nice sense. I don't mean it like disparagingly. Like maybe he was truly on some futuristic shit. Let's all love one another, and you know, sex and violence are tied at the hip and. We're competing over resources and access to the ripest pussy. And this is kind of the source of a lot of the suffering on the face of the earth. I'm just going to sit this one out, not bone anybody, and just be a child forever. Maybe. I, th- I, th- I think that's possible. I think maybe that's possible. Or, you know, he could have been asexual because what he was really into sexually was not permitted. So there was great links to hide it. I don't know. I truly, truly don't know. I don't know. But what I do know is that if that photo existed and that never was a thing when all of these accusations were going on, that leads me to believe that both of those midgets are super dead because somebody would have referenced that. But they didn't want to draw attention to it because then people would start asking questions. Why can't we find these two tiny women (laughs) for interviews? Yeah. Yeah. I could see what I would. uh, That that could be bad. That That could open some unwanted doors. But I'll say this, I, I don't, uh, I've never completely accepted that, that Mike was a predator. I mean, I, 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 t- I definitely recognize that he seems to be, a, he's a pretty strange dude. He was a strange dude, but he also had a, a crazy upbringing. So it's not like he was just weird for no reason. Yeah, there was a lot going on with, you know, the allegations of abuse and shit with his family and him being a young star. Like, there's a lot of weird shit with that. I don't know very, of very many people that I remember that I could name off the top of my head who were stars from the time they were like eight all the way up into adulthood and they're just oh, fine. No. Tito and Jermaine seem pretty okay though. Are you see hold on. Well listen. Which one is which one is isn't Jermaine the one that looks like Max Headroom? Uh w- without a Jackson five cover, I couldn't tell you. 
Yeah, Tito, T, uh, Jermaine Jackson, Jermaine Jackson is the one that looks like a, li- a living mannequin. His whole head looks plastic. And I guess plastic surgery and a, cra- and a funny haircut and dye on your head, like all that stuff doesn't mean you're, 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 you're some kind of weirdo, but it definitely betrays some type of mental illness. Like there's a level of awareness that he doesn't have mm. for sure. For sure. Like, if you if you walk around looking like that, like, if your whole hair hair looks detachable like a helmet, like, you could just take but it you, off and sit on a table. You, you don't think, you don't think, though, that it could just be genetic? Because Joe Jackson had a stupid-looking mustache. I mean, it was <laughs> yeah, a really true. stupid mustache. I don't so know. J- Jermaine, maybe uh, they he just, just looks had bad weird. style. He just looks weird. But I don't mean he's, he's, he's a weirdo. But, I, like I said, Mike just seemed like a strange guy. To, to be fair, though, just before you gloss over that in comparison their weirdness, because I'm sure there's tears to it, this was a dude who completely changed his face and said he never had any work done. He never bleached his skin. He didn't straighten his hair. Nothing was done to his his cheeks, his 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 cheekbones, his his chin, or his nose. And he said it with a straight face. It's just ignorant. It's ignorant. He changed his like. Let's just agree that there's these are worlds worlds away of oh, yeah, just definitely. having a stupid haircut. Well, well, you know, if you if you just add factor in the measure of fame and success, <laughs> that's, I think, the, that's the formula. Yeah, I think if Jermaine had sold that many <laughs> records, <laughs> he, he might look a little different too. Jermaine <laughs> sold barely no records, and he still looks like Max Hedman. So, you know, it's weird, but. Like I like I said, Mike's just he was a strange guy. I never fully accepted it. Um, especially not in a predatory sense. I just I don't know. I just it doesn't he just doesn't strike me like that. It just didn't send the flags off. You know, the sirens don't go off. But R. Kelly, like that's not even it's like, oh word, yeah, of course. I don't know, dude. I don't know. I just never accepted it and I never looked too deep into it. I've never watched any of those documentaries. Um, I knew what happened a little bit with the with with the couple young people who I felt like it seemed like their parents may have been complicit in trying to get them molested. If that was the case, like I feel like, what are y'all doing? Why are y'all sending a bunch of kids over Michael Jackson's house? It, I don't know. It seemed weird. It seemed like they was baiting just in case. Like I heard he was weird. Let's send our kids over there. Let's send our fucking prepubescent sons over there to, to have a sleepover and shit. See if we can get a check out of it. I don't know. I could be wrong, but I don't know. Mike just didn't, he didn't strike me like that. And it could be because I grew up on on fucking Billie Jean and Moonwalker and shit like that. Maybe it's my own personal bias. But what I will say is as far as the front of my brain goes, I would never extend anybody a personal bias willingly. Like if you're a sicko, I wouldn't try to protect you. I wouldn't be like, oh, well, he wasn't that bad. I wouldn't try to protect you. I put you right on the grill. I just don't feel like that was the case. Like, I, I wouldn't deny it. I wouldn't be like, no, Mike ain't touch no kids. It's just like, I don't know. I just don't, I don't know. I didn't look deep enough into it. And it just, it's not something that I would uh, just accept off the top. You tell me Bill Cosby was putting drugs and young actresses and shit like that, drinks and banging them while they were asleep. I can listen to some of the shit that he said himself in his own comedy routines and be like, okay, well, that, that don't sound completely outrageous to me. And you told me Bill Cosby, 
you know, uh, beat a bitch to, you know, beat her into a coma and raped her and like something like violent and shit like that. I'll be like, oh, that, that sounds kind of weird. But there's, there's just levels, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, R. Kelly, no, that never, ever once, <laughs> that never once crossed my mind. There was no tug of war when you started hearing <laughs> that R. Kelly was a child molester. He was a weirdo pedophile, all that shit. It was like, hey, look, I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it at all. I see how Sun moves out here, the whole shit with Aaliyah. Everybody kind of brushed that off because she was successful. You know, she wasn't, like, uh, disturbed or anything like that. We didn't see any evidence of that. Like, she had been taken advantage of. And uh, we spoke about this before. It's like a lot of this shit has to do with whether or not they keep their end of the deal. You know, Harvey Weinstein only got accused by women who who weren't stars for a long time. The women who came through his face, who were who were successful stars, they was hugging him and kissing him on the cheek and taking pictures with him. Mm-hmm. So either he didn't bother them, and he only bothered the, the second-rate, third-rate actresses who never really did anything. Maybe he only targeted them. But I feel like the only ones who came forward and had a had a lot to say were unfamous. Right. So. Maybe the fact that he did put you in a blockbuster and you carried that momentum and became a successful actress, maybe that factors into how bad you think the experience was. I don't know. But if you if you if you blow a gremlin and then you end up not still not being in movies with no IMDB credits, you might be a little pissed. (laughs) It might piss you off a little bit. Not that it's funny. Not being forced to circumcised schmeckle and I got nothing. (laughs) <laughs> Nothing. I could understand the bitterness that would come from that. Yeah. And with R. Kelly, I mean, the man can write a ballad. But we talk he he can make you famous. He he's got the keys the Pied Piper. He's got yeah. the keys to the kingdom. He can, so I could see so this is what this is what I could see with the Michael Jackson thing. You either wanted your children to be raped or you wanted <laughs> the opportunity to lie and say they were raped. Right. Either right. way, you're kind of a horrible human being. So I don't, I don't give, I don't give you any passes. I just don't. Yeah. I just don't. I'm gonna send my child over to hang out with Michael Jackson. I'm gonna send my underage daughter to just go on tour with R. Kelly. Right. That don't you know? make no sense. Right. Even if, even in, oh, you shouldn't have to. Like I get all of that. Really, you should. But why, as an, uh, as a parent? Can you think of any adult celebrity that you would send your child to spend a night with? Ron Jeremy. You <laughs> <laughs> might as well just go right just go to the worst the possible. Just and you know what? And Ron Jeremy is less likely because he's getting up, yeah. he was getting plenty of snatch. Right. He would be the least likely to fuck with your kids. Right. Yeah, that He'd might be, be exhausted from work. It might be safe as bad. Maybe Terry Crews or something like that, but not, not, not Michael Jackson. I mean, yeah, it's just weird as a as an adult, as a parent. Well, a musician, I can't think of an adult. Musicians, the whole reason why most people start a band, want to get into music, is because even if you're mediocre, even if you get to a low level of fame, when you get off the stage, vagina is more readily available. Right. You, you people, it, it's, it, we have a whole term for it called groupies. Right. We, we have a thing in our culture that if you are able to perform as a musician, women will give you access to their vaginas. And we have a term to describe the phenomenon. 
we have a title. And it's not even really like super shameful. Like they've gone on to have very successful uh, writing careers as they, you know, delve out, divulge the details in their memoirs. Like they become celebrities. Yeah. So, I mean, if, if it's a musician especially, so just, just take Michael Jackson and R. Kelly out of the equation. I'm going to send my child to go sleep over at a rock star's house. Go sleep yeah. with the musician, Tammy. Go over and sleep with the musician. Sense. It doesn't make any sense. You want your kid yeah. to be a singer, then maybe, you know, come bring them to the studio, you know, backstage at the show. You can get something signed. And, like, I get that. Your kid wants While to be an actor. you're there, yeah, not yeah. take my kid. And drop him off. No. Your kid wants to be an actor. You know, we might get invited to the set or to something. Like, I could see different settings and different opportunities that could be connected to where you want your kid to go. But what's the opportunity for dropping your child off at an adult celebrity's house to just sleep there and hang out? Like, oh, well, he got, he got, uh, he got Ferris wheels and shit in his backyard. Well, so so Bush Gardens, bitch. Why are you sending them to this motherfucker's house? To, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make any sense. No matter how you slice it, it doesn't make any sense. None whatsoever. I can't ever, I can't imagine being so starstruck by somebody that I want to send my child to their house to sleep. Right. And no radars come up. No, I don't care who it is. Like, oh, Keanu Reeves, can I send my kid to your house? Like, what? No matter who you name, it sounds stupid. (laughs) No matter who you name. No, it sounds stupid for the proposal in itself. And it can't come from the celebrity themselves without it sounding sinister. Right. Just put anybody else. You go, hey, what do you do? You start building up a conversation with the person behind you in the grocery line. Oh, yeah, you seem pretty cool. Cool, man. Well, hey, well, it was nice talking to you. Hey, do you want to send your kids over to my house <laughs> to stay the night? You mean my fam- no. my whole family? No, just your kids. Just your kids. No, 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 no. So if you want me to come over, we'll hang out and stuff, and I'll bring my kids. You got you got kids. No, I don't have, I don't any, have kids. any kids. <laughs> I have a Ferris wheel. I have a and Ferris your, wheel and a llama. And your and your kids are gonna come hang out at my house. Yeah, I'm gonna give them wine. <laughs> <laughs> so it's either this is saying it has to be either you're an opportunist and you're willing, you're willing for the sake of that financial come up to just let your kids get violated, which is which is basically high-class prostitution. And as ugly as it is, it happens for lesser amounts of money, as horrible and tragic as it is. And you could almost make the argument that these were people prostituting their children out, but with, under the, you know, what's the dude's name? LeVar Ball model? Yeah. The big baller brand? Like, he's like, look, I'm, I'm going to go to the top with my kids. My kids are going to get me there. This, is the pr- this was the ambitious child prostitutes. Who were like, I'm gonna pimp out my kids, but I'm gonna get the whale. I'm gonna get the Michael Jacksons. I'm gonna get the R. Kellys. I heard they're in the kids. Um, my daughter thinks she can sing. The bitch can't carry a note, but she's gonna bring us home the bacon. She's gonna go out there and save the family farm or whatever the fuck. Whatever whatever financial dire straits you would be in to where you'd be in that that predicament where that would even be a thought, you know. Uh, I'm sure there's some horrific things. Like you can't just compare that person 
to a to a to a, to, to I guess just a, a I think most human beings. And so it's it's okay for me to say that it's normal. Most human beings wouldn't be willing to make that exchange, even if the situation was super dire. I think most people would be like, "Fuck it!" If we're not on the brink of starvation and death, we're not even considering it. And maybe slightly less people would say, "I'm still not doing it, uh, even if death is imminent." We're just we're not going out like that. I'm not going to put my children out there like that. But for some people, clearly it's clearly it's not a problem. If you're sending your underage daughter to go be under the tutelage of R. Kelly. Or you're sending your small, uh, your small boys over to hang out on Michael Jackson's Neverland Ranch. I mean, especially the parents that did it after the the initial rumors, right? And lawsuits, right? Then it, right. then it's like you just oh no, he really digs these kids. Like you know, Timmy, yeah. you got to get into shape. How much did those other parents get? Right. Holy shit. 20 million. And it's hey, nothing Timmy, to him. You ever wanted yeah. to be a singer? Right. <laughs> you want to learn to sing to me? You ever heard of Mike? You ever heard of Thriller? You ever heard of Thriller? <laughs> yeah, just start randomly playing Michael Jackson around the house, trying to get your kid interested in shit. <laughs> Look, Jimmy <laughs> Billy <laughs> Billy Jean's on again. It's your favorite song. It's like, I don't even like that song. <laughs> I think this shit is whack. You're, You're staying at Michael's like house. <laughs> You're gonna learn to like it. <laughs> You got a date, I mean, an appointment with Michael Jackson <laughs> coming up in two weeks. You better be ready. So, yeah, yeah, there's definitely there's definitely culpability in the parents. I don't even remember what the... This just feels dark. I don't even remember what my original point was about any of this. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it was the point that, you know, that... Uh, the, I think we were just talking about the parents involved in getting people next to these celebrities and shit like that because there is a there's a level of complicitness in there it just has to be i like i said i can't think of anybody where you would just send your children there especially just to be with them unsupervised not in any business capacity like on the set of a movie it's just there so it, it's weird it's definitely strange but and why but why did i even bring michael jackson up we were talking I'm, about wait we're trying to retrace the steps in my head uh, what was Michael? The weirdness of Michael Jackson. Came. Oh, we were saying we didn't know how we felt about him as, as compared to R. Kelly. It was a little bit different. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all good. Um, it, it had to, it obviously had to be spoken about. There was something important in that little tirade, so I'm just gonna accept it. <laughs> <laughs> it had to be something important in there. But yeah, man, it's fucking this uh this crypto shit though. Did you see where the uh, the government? Who was it? Was it Biden saying something about how uh, the the crypto, the whole crypto boom is could mean instability for the for the economy? Yeah, the 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 dollar is collapsing, and if cryptocurrency becomes the alternative to the dollar, the the shell game is over, and, right. and they know that, and as shitty as their decisions i mean they've basically shoved any sane minded person into crypto yeah because of all their irresponsibility with the economy but at the same time they know this is their hustle and they don't want it to fall apart and so i they have to i mean i i, I got an article in my uh bitch we're watching you feed why don't you look at this um that was talking about Bitcoin is destined to collapse. Like it's the end. It's over. 
It's all over. Right. Which is fine. <laughs> I, I believe you. I'm, I'm just going to hold it anyway. Right. You know, and this is the whole point of being diversified. So, okay. So if the dollar is saved, I got some money in my savings account. Um, I guess that'll put confidence in the economy. My growth stocks will recover because it's all in the shitter right now. So, okay, cool. And if not, if the shit falls apart, then, you know, I ride the crypto millionaire wave. I don't care. Whatever you motherfuckers do with your nefarious, kid-touching, island-fucking government cover-up schemes, whatever you're doing, I'm, I've hedged my bets. I got an account with race traders. I've shifted my, my, my financial future into high gear. Whatever the fuck you're trying to do is fine. If all else fails, I got a banana tree in the backyard. I know where all the trees that drop acorns. I'll be all right. Fuck you. That's how I feel. I ain't mad at him. Do what you got to do. Say your shit. Talk your fear biz. But like I said, we're not listening. We're just going to hold it. It's either it's going to have to go to zero right in my hands. So the, the, the reason that they're so able to be so nefarious with this shit is because if you put $25 a week, right, for a whole year into a savings account, you won't lose any money, technically. The dollar amount that you see in the account will be the same, unless you know there's fees or something like that. If there's no fees, the dollar amount that you put in will be the same. So you won't make any money, but you won't visibly lose any money. But in, in the real world, in the three-dimensional world, the money that you've been stacking has less buying power by the oh, end yes. of that year, right? So, so technically, you did lose money. People who put $25 a week in Bitcoin for the last year made money, period. Even with the volatility, even with the, they, they did more than they, I think it was uh, almost 2X or more their money. So, I, I mean, just that in and of itself makes it eons better than hoarding dollars. So even with all the crash talk and blah, 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 if you put $25 a week in consistently, you would have still made money. And you just can't say that for any other system that they have available for us right now. Other than, um, of course, we're not talking about uh, stocks and everything else, but they're just bullshitting. They're scared, and rightfully so. Because like you said, the shell game is getting real close to being over. People are starting to recognize, wait a minute, I think you've been hustling me over here. And I think it's uh, even even more poetic that it's coming from something like cryptocurrency. It's not coming from uh, a mass influx of people cheating on their taxes or, or had get opening uh, Cayman Islands accounts and no shit like that. That's not what's happening. It's people who are legitimately and openly in broad daylight trying to empower themselves financially and we're watching the government and political officials and old money people outright lie about the effect that it has on the uh, on the economy and how dangerous it is like everything that they're saying is pretty much lies and they're, they're telling you that it's so dangerous and that they care about where your money goes so much that they're going to stop you from trying to empower yourself they don't stop you from going to a casino and putting your life savings into a slot machine. That's completely fair. If you mortgage your house, put a second mortgage on your house, you take the whole thing and bet it on red, Nobody's that. there's no channels to go through to say, I made a bad decision, I want my money back. You might fuck around and get, get, your, get hit in the head with a hammer talking that shit in Vegas or something like that somewhere. You might get disappeared. Yeah. 
but no government agency or nothing like that would ever try to help you. They don't have no public service announcements about how dangerous gambling is or the horse races or the dog races or anything else like that. You can go destroy your entire life. But if you are putting money in the cryptocurrency and trying to achieve generational wealth, uh, we're going to have to look into that. So what what does that tell you about the people who, quote unquote, govern this, uh, this, this iteration of the simulation here? They're interdimensional kid touchers. I'm it's scumbag. I'm, I'm full Alex Jones with it now. I'm full Alex Jones with it. Man, he's They're been all right touching kids. They got a fucking island. Nobody's going to jail. They redacted all the names. Fuck them. Fuck them. And this is the most righteous fuck you there ever could be. Because right. people romanticize, you know, because you, you've heard it, the, the opposite of love is indifference. It's not hate. Right. Hate is just the uh, another version of love. It's 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 an intensity that you can only feel for someone to some degree that you love. You can't hate somebody that you're indifferent to. And people romanticize, you know, fuck the government. Let's take up arms. Let's overthrow them. And da da da. No, no, that means you still love these motherfuckers. Well, yep. we'll just vote for the opposite side, man. Fuck no, you still you're still in love, bitch. You're in love. You're you're talking you're talking from the other side of love. They got you feeling hate. This is the most righteous shit. Okay? Guys are rigging elections. You got the CIA killing all of our heroes. You have an island dedicated to fucking children and no one's getting in trouble. None of the evidence is being released. The prince of fucking England is banging kids on an island and we're just going to, you know, nothing Okay, cool. You know what? You're all crooks. You're all insider tradings. You're making sweetheart deals. You don't solve any problems. You're selling the country out to China. Cool. I'm not paying you attention anymore. Right. There's never been less of an interest in 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 actually paying attention. All of the news play just nobody's paying attention. Nobody's watching CNN. Nobody's watching MSNBC. Nobody really gives a fuck. Um, as far as what you do, oh, you're ruining the economy. Cool. Well, listen, I don't care anymore. I'm going to buy this computer program shit because I think a computer program can be more responsible keeping track of everything than you motherfuckers that are borrowing money from a, from an agency that's not a government or, or not owned by the government. Basically, a private bank that just makes the money up out of thin air. And we're just going to tell everybody it's valuable. And if somebody says, hey, 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 we don't think it's valuable and we don't want to fuck with it. Cool. Uh, we're just going to send some troops. They're going to they're going to basically help you get overthrown. People are going to shove bayonets up your asshole and don't ever try to unify Africa under a currency because uh, it's going to be the petrodollar. That's what's going to happen. And eventually these people are like, all right, well, if you want to send like all these green haired transgender paratroopers out to do all your violence. Cool. But. I, I hope they can. I hope they're ready. I hope once you pay for all those bottom surgeries and they get out there, <laughs> that they're ready to start taking heads and scalps and doing your fucking dirty work. Like nobody gives a fuck. Nobody's paying attention. Nobody's watching the news. Nobody's keeping track of what you're doing. People are just peacefully saying, "Fuck you. You're full of shit. I'm going to find a way just to live independently of you, and I'm going to do it right in front of you." 
and fuck you because there's nothing you can do. And they hate it. Everything going on, everything people are talking about, you got all this politics shit trying to tear people apart and further divide everybody. You got motherfuckers throwing Molotov cocktails. You got all this shit. You got cops, yeah, well, cops all driving these, around all of them in are tanks. People that don't own crypto. If you're throwing a Molotov <laughs> exactly. cocktail, it's because you haven't figured out you should be buying crypto. Right. They're not going to turn off all the computers. They could potentially arrest you. The cops are riding around in tanks, listening to heavy metal with Punisher icons <laughs> spray painted on their shit. Like they, you know, they're just taking on the persona of mass murderers. And the top of the government's priority list is Shiba Inu coin. <laughs> That's the issue. <laughs> People's access to Dogecoin is the issue. Gotcha. I, uh, listen, if I, th- I personally think. I love this kind of shit because I, I don't want to, like you said, uh, if you if you tied to wrestling and tussling with these motherfuckers in any way, it's because of love, love of them, a love of their old paradigm or their system, and I reject that shit. That shit's going away. It's so, oh, we we got to get them out of there. We got to fucking burn shit down. That's their way. That's what they showed you about how they colonize and how they take shit over and how they put fear in the hearts of the people that they don't want to run. That's what they taught you. So why would you try to use their tactics to build some brand new shit? Because if you set the stage with that, it's not it's not going to leave. Like, even if there's a village full of fucking psychopath pedophiles, if we go over there and we chop all their heads off and burn all their shit down and then we take their village, we in our heads probably think we did the right thing. But we just set the standard for how to how the changing of the guard needs to happen. There will be violent kid fucking within six months. Because you, you didn't do anything different. Like, yeah, we, you think you purged the land of some sickery, but the thing that you did is the stain. Of course, what they were doing was horrible, too. Maybe you feel like you need to fight fire with fire. Next time you feel like you need to do that, just try it. Try it, like, try it in real life sometime. <laughs> Next time you get to put out a fire, just put more fire on it and see how that works out. You can't use their paradigm. You can't use their shit. And people are like, well, how are you going to get them out? They're not going to just leave legislation. I, I totally get it. I get all of that. But that's why we constantly reiterate the, the greatest truth that's ever been spoken in this in this 3D simulation is metaphysics over fucked. That's it. There's nothing else you can do. Because if you think you're going to storm the Capitol and hang Nancy Pelosi, and then that's how you get to the good world, you're fucking wrong. Period. You're just wrong. And I don't know how else to explain that to you. Like, if you, <laughs> if you don't get it, I'm I, I'm sorry. I don't want to talk to you either. Even though maybe your heart's in the right place, and I appreciate your passion and your compassion that you want to replace what's here now with something better, but you don't get there by hanging Nancy Pelosi. That's just not that. That's not the path. That is not the way. No, you get there by making all of Nancy Pelosi's wealth worthless, right. and paying that old cavernous cunt no mind that's how you win right you empower yourself and you buy yourself they set the standard bro they buy themselves out of the matrix by getting rich they set the standard so shit like this forces people to do things in broad daylight open face the way it needs to be done when they're doing it under the cover of night 
and they're sneaking around and it's hard to catch them in the act. And you, you got Alex Joneses driving around with the megaphone. Oh, they're, oh, they're, they're trying to rape us with their metal penises. They're just screaming <laughs> in the street. Right? And they look crazy. They look crazy. <laughs> because the, the, the information that we need, the actions, and, and, and that shit's not readily available for us to see. We can't see that. We everybody's not going to open up a Tor browser and and see a picture of some mutilated kid that and say, "Oh, that was uh, Hillary Clinton ripped her face off." You can't do that. That's not how this shit works. So what we need to keep doing exactly what's happening right now. We're doing open, legal shit to empower ourselves, force them to 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 drop their mask, and do some outwardly fascist shit in front of everybody. And then we can deal with it. Then we can deal with it, I think, in a different type of way. I don't think people would just uh, sit back and, and just take it because it's too far gone right now. If you think you're going to bar people from cryptocurrency or get into people's pockets and start taxing every trade or some goofy shit like that, like you, you're out of your mind. You're out of your mind. The best thing you could do is put on one of those, uh, put on a Metallica T-shirt when you're 56 years old and go to the high school and say hello fellow teenagers <laughs> that's the best thing the government can do right now is act like you're on board and, and act like you want to help people empower themselves that that's your only hope because if you come out openly in opposition to it you're gonna fuck yourself and if you let people continue to empower themselves or even open the faucet a little bit more if they really want to fuck you over open the faucet a little bit more Instead of letting this trickle happen where people got to go through long cycles and learn financial awareness and go and buy the dip and do all, and take profits and all this other shit, just open the floodgates and just give everybody a bunch of money. Let it go up. Let it let it go up so people make stupid decisions fast and lose faith in crypto because they're dumb. That would be more effective than just trying to outright try to block it. That doesn't make any sense at this point. It's all, it's just jumping in front of a a snowball that's been rolling down the mountain for a few years. You don't want to be in front of that one. That's not where you want to be. So I think that it's more likely that they're going to play it off and uh, they just, you know, get a, a government-backed stable coin that you can trade on all the, on, uh, on all the apps. And they need to do something on the side of the people who are trying to buy themselves out of the matrix. That would be the smartest move they can make right now, in my opinion. Like for if they if they see any type of longevity in, in the system the way it's going right now, if you want to still stick around and have elections <laughs> and have people still buy in the theater that you've been selling them for the past couple hundred years, yeah, you might want to align yourself with cryptocurrency, not against it. Just 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 imagine this briefing, Mr. President Biden. Your approval rating is a six. You're at six percent approval rating. We're about to get into nuclear war with Russia. China is overtaking us as the most powerful economy on the planet. We don't have the ability to manufacture enough of our own microchips, antibiotics, and weapons of mass destruction on our own soil to save us from everything. The populace is on a brink of a race war. What should we do? Get Pinky's ETH. <laughs> Get his fucking ETH. I want it. I want, I want, want it Doge. all. I want everybody's Doge right now. Like, uh, you can't do that, Joe. Well, I remember reading something about you taking everybody's gold. Why can't you take their Bitcoin? 
I don't. It just doesn't work like that, pal. Come on, man. Take it. Take it. I got hairy legs, man. Get it. (laughs) Come on. Yeah, black children's fingers feel like roaches. They feel just. (laughs) Come on. I I, I did it to popcorn. I got him. I hit him with a chain. Fuck it. Get the Bitcoin. Get popcorn's Bitcoin. (laughs) I want popcorn's Bitcoin right now. (laughs) Get popcorn's Bitcoin. Fucking dimensionist old man. Yeah, there's Fuck nothing it. they can do, dude. It's it's a wrap. It's a wrap. It's it's in our favor already. And uh, like I said, I think the the most dangerous thing is if markets are really can be manipulated and shit like that. Just open the floodgates. Give everybody fifty x gains, and see what happens. <laughs> yeah. See what happens. You know what I mean? Give everybody fifty x gains and just watch what that that will cause more chaos. Then uh, and it would be more controllable in the way that they want to control things. It would cripple people for the most part, and then and then the next generation would be like, no, cryptocurrency is dangerous. <laughs> Remember the big crypto boom of twenty twenty one? Everybody got fifty x gains and overdosed on fentanyl. Right, <laughs> like, it don't make no sense. But and you know what? And as sad as that would be, it's sad. We would have purged ourselves from. We would have purged ourselves from the most irresponsible amongst us. We would have made all of Breonna Taylor's friends extremely, extremely rich with our fentanyl purchases. And we would have essentially burned all of that coinage because those wallets aren't going to be accessible. But everybody that remained alive was going to – your shit that you're holding is going to be worth way more. So these these are just – these are just a litany of wins. Black Lives Matter is happy. The fucking crazy, we don't need government at all. Libertarians are happy. Everybody with crypto is happy. Everybody with a modicum of self-discipline and self-value who's like, huh, I have life-changing money. I'm not going to kill myself with fentanyl. Every, every, It's a win. It's just a cross-the-board win. The world is objectively a better place. That's, Post uh, the great fentanyl purge of 2021. <laughs> that's that's hard, but it, I have to say, with all the financial shit that I've been learning, I would have to say that that would be a deflationary move in the market, which would make everything. We're gonna have a moment of silence. We're gonna <laughs> talk about it reverently. We're gonna be somber. We're gonna pour out some libations. For those who got caught up in the great fentanyl scourge that took so many from us. But then we're going to dry our eyes. We're going to look at our gains and we're going to move on. We have to move on for the good of humanity. They overdosed on fentanyl with wallets full of cryptocurrency so that we could fly. Yeah. So that we could move forward. (laughs) Don't don't (laughs) scoff at their sacrifice. Right, right. This is real sacrifice that the human race needed for us to move forward. We had to remove, and we we, we didn't want to do, that's the upgrade from, no, we don't do uh, genocide, mass murder. We don't do that anymore. There's there's no Hitlerian, I got to take them off of here. No. It's let's give them the ability to decide for themselves. And some people decide for themselves, I got to take me off of here. And. (laughs) And 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 we're sad and we cry and we burn the shibu that's no longer touchable and we get our gains and we move on. We have a wall. We have a wall with all the dead crypto <laughs> wallet addresses <laughs> carved into it like a veteran's wall. <laughs> oh, it's so sick, but it's funny. 
it's hilarious because it would happen very similar to that. After that happened, there would be an uptick in in positive movement. It happened be. so many. It have to be so many people remove themselves. Everything just gets better just by default. Everybody that's left has an immediate sober event to engage. They're grateful to be alive. They see how precious life is. They have a cautionary tale to curb their appetites and be responsible with what they have. And they feel a sense of responsibility to begin this new trajectory for this new paradigm that has come into being. And the first thing they do is they make a holiday. Of course. I, I don't know what you call it. All Saints Day, uh, fentanyl day. I don't know. I don't know what you call it. But to commemorate this 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 great self-purging for the sake of the great burning of the Shibu, then, you know, you have a holiday for it. And we all, nobody goes to work. We all stay home. We shut down. It's the one day out of the year the crypto exchange stops. There's no yeah, crypto well, exchanges. Yeah. It's crypto mori. That's it. It's it. Every other day, the casino's open 24 hours a fucking day. Stock market can't compete. It's open all the time. But for this one day, no, we can't do it all day. For one hour out of one day a year, all of the transactions shut down to pay respect and homage to to the great purgeoning that yeah. took place. Memento Crypto Mori. That's there it. you remember go. The death. Remember the crypto deaths, y'all. Don't forget. And then the and, and you know it's a win-win too because then the government can come back on the tail end of that and say this is what we've been trying to protect you from this whole time. Mm. This is why we had to engineer scarcity and poverty into the system is because this is what we were trying to protect you from. It's like maybe it took us a little too long to take the training wheels off, but you see what we you see why right? And then there would be like some I don't it might be false unison, but there would be some semblance of balance right there. Because what could you say? And if if that happened just like that, and then the government was like, "See, this is why we don't fucking make everybody rich." What could you really say after it, the crypto purge? It would be what hard. Could you, you couldn't say nothing. It it would be the single greatest case for elitism. Right. It it would it, it would be indefensible. And for those of us that remained, it was like, look, you motherfuckers were taking the scenic route, but you would have got there eventually anyway, because you you had the skill set to get there. These were people that were never going to get there because they never did the self-work necessary to have the discipline in place to do that. And it is what it is. It is what it is. But we were never going to fix it by throwing more money at the problem. And and we're only going to fix it with improving culture, and their sacrifice gives us a fresh tabula rasa. Let's go ahead and you know, let's let's reinvent culture from here and let's build a better culture moving forward. Because wow. because we know now that that's the real issue. It's not it's not having access to the attendees. <laughs> the attendees can fuck you up if you ain't ready to get them. Yeah, they choked on attendees, bro. Oh, what shit. happened? They choked on tendies. Oh, We've been shit. trying to tell them. That's, we... that's a phrase now. <laughs> <laughs> don't choke on the tendies. Don't yet. choke on your tendies. Which is <laughs> which is slang for don't get rich and buy fentanyl. Right, right. Don't yeah, choke don't on your overdose. Tendies. Don't get rich and then overdose. Because now you're gonna die with a fridge full of tendies and none of us can get to them. Right. <laughs> right. These are all these tendies that are never gonna be back on the market. Wow, that makes the rest of the tendies more expensive. You fucked up. Yeah, that's 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 pretty amazing. That's worth a uh, that's worth a movie script. 
That's worth the movie script. Imagine if the if the government made a like a a, a U.S. stable coin, right? And came there's there's these DAOs and shit like that. Hector Dow, Jade, um, a whole bunch of them. Beefy Finance. They're not doing as as deep as some of these other ones, but uh, Time and Wonderland, Token Mac, all of these different. They, they're giving people hundreds of thousands of percent APY on their crypto staking. And I know it's that's not something that's long-term sustainable, but people are doing it for months, years at a time. Some of these, like Wonderland Time has been around for a very long time, and it's just been growing and growing and growing. The percentage probably went down from 800,000 or a million APY down to two or 300,000 now or something like that. But it's still so far up that people who are putting money in there are pulling out crazy gains, right? And it's beneficial for the DAO itself is is beneficial for them because they get the liquidity pools. I'm pretty sure they use that to raise venture capital because they can show how much money they have locked up in these crypto projects. So that's like having credit, you know, so you, you, you can put this here and show why you deserve to have this other money put on top so you can do some other things. So it's super beneficial for everybody. What, what would be stopping the United States from doing that to build some type of uh, basic universal basic income like if you if we're going to give you these coins you could spend them or you could stake them with the u.s and that's good that's how we're going to prove our value you stake your coins and we make sure you get three hundred fifty thousand percent api apy every year mm. so if you stake the coins the money that you get back every month is your universal basic basic income so you give us these we'll hold them but we'll give you the all the interest off the top and that'll be you know a, a grand a month for you to live your life or some shit like that i mean if 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 hector dow can do it why can't the government Jeez, do it that that's actually a brilliant idea because what it would do because this is what always is the the knock against ubi is you're just going to make it easier on the people that aren't going to produce but the thing is is if you're producing and you're making a way to be self-sustainable you don't have to spend what you get every month. You can stake it and you're growing it way more. Right. Whereas the people that aren't trying to do shit, and maybe that's just the decision that they've made for whatever reason, where they're at currently, just in their mind state, there's a lot of changes that they got to do within the meantime for them to, to start making moves. But they're spending their, their little bit that they get every month and they're not growing it and they're not staking it. You know, okay, right. you know, and you got the option to do both. And that way it incentivizes the people that are productive. They're going to be more productive. So that at the end of it, you know, you retire. Okay, I got 40 years worth of fucking stake in these tokens. Like, what is my monthly payout now since I haven't been taking my, you know, whatever. I haven't been taking my monthly stipend or whatnot. So I, I think that's actually a way to do it that would incentivize um, productive people to be more productive. And it gives like a soft little net at the, you know, to keep people at a at a baseline, a reasonable baseline. I think so. I think it's a, a smart plan. Um, like I said, I'm seeing these these apps do it and they're sustaining it over long periods of time. And if you look at the amount of money that's locked up in their DAOs, I mean, it, it could be hundreds of millions of dollars and people are still getting gains. I know some people are staking it for two weeks and taking their money out because the gains are decent. Other people are leaving it there for six months. So if they can do that with hundreds of millions of dollars or a billion dollars locked up in the DAO, 
why couldn't the government do something like that? I mean, it's cryptocurrency, so they can they could create it. They could create some type of value system for it. And I think just making it so that everybody has access to it. If you got a freaking U.S. Social Security number, you can get this wallet, this this U.S.gov wallet and shit or whatever. I know that sounds scary to the libertarians and shit, but it could be anything. You you don't necessarily have to get that wallet, but you can pipe it through to whatever other apps you're already using and and get your u.s coins right and like you said the people who receive it and they just spend the money maybe they spend what they're allocated for the year they don't get no more till next year from the from the stake that's been growing but the people who actually are smart enough to see what's going on they restake some of their money so that they compound the interest and the people who don't want to do shit with it are going to kind of weed themselves out of the system and they've you've removed the ability for them to complain about the structure there's nothing that they can say you got cryptocurrency universal basic income income if you're blowing it on expensive sneakers and malt liquor that's your problem and i mean not to be you know not to be like any particular person or nothing like that but if that's what you're doing then that's your problem if you're blowing it on natural ice and fentanyl, hey, that's up to you, buddy. You do what you got to do. Or collector gold coins and Chinese food. Right, that too. Any culture. This is, this is we don't want to single anyone out. Right. If that's what you're doing with it, it's totally up to you. But the structure is there for you to enrich your experience. Because this is just one aspect of what you're doing. It's not enough money for you to retire on. It's not enough money for you to really kick your feet back. But it maybe you can remove some of the anxiety and lessen the amount of pressure that you have to put on yourself to survive every month. So that everybody gets a little bit out of the deal. And um I just I feel like cryptocurrency is setting a new standard for how money can be grown and, and distributed for people just for doing small things like I mean they already know because you can that's that's what that's what you're doing with ETFs and Roth IRAs and all that shit you basically staking it you know what I'm saying and they're yep. giving you rewards on it so why couldn't you move that over to a government sponsored cryptocurrency because the dollar is obviously getting its ads kicked and they're going in the wrong direction with it. It's, a, it's maybe not completely start over, but it's a good way to begin a transition and maybe win back some of the uh, trust of, of of your citizens. Because I, I know pe- people are at an all time high with the uh, with the issues that they have right now with each other, with the structure, with everything. Even the people who are taking all the vaccines and and all that, even they got issues on other levels with other things. So people got a lot of fucking problems. Dude, I was surprised. I had some interesting conversations lately with people that took the vaccines and they're not really that far away from the people that have. Mm. Like they're really, really not. Like a lot of people that have taken the vaccine, they're just trying to go along with shit, but they're still like, I don't get any of this shit. If you can still catch it and still spread it, what the fuck is all this propaganda about mandates? What the fuck is going on here? Like, even people that traditionally I've known to be nowhere near the globe is controlled by interdimensional alien pedophiles, they're nowhere near the conspiracy theory shit. They're like, I cannot cultivate within myself a rational thought that explains away why the narrative is what it is right now regarding vaccines. Like, this shit seems crazy. Everywhere where there's been... Um, mass vaccinations, there's been a spike. It doesn't make any sense. The the rationale behind it, you need to get vaccines so you don't spread it. 
but people that have been vaccinated can still spread it. That's why you need to get vaccined. What? What? And this is and so so there's a lot of sane people who are totally anti-conspiracy who got the vaccine who are still like, what the fuck is going on right now? So um, I don't have the data on it, but I would my instinct is to agree with you on this, that absolutely 100 percent distrust for every single institution is at an all time high. Yeah. Everybody is on the street street corner selling their book right now. Yeah. Everybody. Everybody is like, look, everything you believe is a lie. We're living in the matrix. Um, it's aliens. The mothership is coming back for us. We're really descended from a Yakubian race of interstellar travelers. Whatever the fuck your your explanation, origin story, everybody is on that shit now. And what, to one varying degree or another, everything that we have, that we know, it, everybody is pretty much convinced it's not true. There's got to be something else. There's got to be an alternative. There's got to be another explanation. I don't think anybody believes any official narrative at this point. Not in not anybody that's truly present. Yeah. NPCs don't count. But anybody that's like truly present and pay attention, yep, I think all of those people, no matter where you land politically or religiously or whatever, I think you're absolutely right. Everybody's like, though, the financial system is bullshit. The political structure is bullshit. All this shit is made up. Even if they don't know entirely, if they haven't come into the glory of metaphysics or we're fucked, they might not even entirely know what should be replacing it or have any idea of how to proceed in that direction. But I think universally amongst thinking people, everybody has come to that conclusion. 100 fucking percent. Yeah. Yep. And it's, it's the lines are all crisscrossing. The Venn diagrams are overlapping. So even if you're mad at, you know, uh, some some lefty shit, it's included with the fact that the government is allowing the lefty shit to go too far. So that's, you know, including them too. And if they're, or if you're on the left and you're mad about the right, that's in, including everything that's happening with Epstein and, uh, and the, the cover-ups and what uh, Alex Jones has been talking about and Q and everything else. They, nobody... Everybody who's mad at each other is also mad at the power structure. Yep. So that, that's not a good place to be. It's only a matter of time before they stop arguing with each other and start focusing their attention, all, you know, together, focusing their attention on the power structure itself. So, I mean, I just I just think it, it's a no-brainer at this point. Um, you're going to villainize yourself further by trying to block crypto in any way or trying to penalize people for using it or tax them further like people not getting taxed enough in every other aspect of their lives. You, the overwhelming majority of the country could definitely use more bread. So, I mean, what are we what are we doing here? It's not like everybody's just fine and there's a few fringe pockets of the population who are upset because they, you know, their money ain't right. It's the, the overwhelming majority of people, even the people who on paper look like they're doing okay because of the, the system and, and how we've talked people into living, even they're drowning because of their car payments of the shit that they don't need and their big ass house that they overbought and everything. The whole shit's fucked up. So there's very few, there's a very small percentage of the population who's walking around just like, well, I don't get it. Everything's dope. What are you talking about? Like that, that's a <laughs> very small sliver of the people living in this country. And I don't really know. It. I, I, honestly, I don't even know 
if anybody is existing in that space right now. I think those people are actually just people who think they can buy their way out of whatever problem comes along. They got enough money to understand that even if shit do get real, I got enough bread, I'll just build a taller house, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> above the smog. I think they could just feel like they can just buy their way out. I don't think nobody's just overall like, what's the problem? What are you guys complaining about? Look, Epic is coming. Escape Pod Inc. coin. It's coming. Get, mm. get your Escape Pod money. Escape get, pod get, get, get your Epic, your <laughs> Escape Pod Incorporated coin. I love just, it. Just, 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 I'm going through my head. I can't honestly say I know anybody, anybody, or that I've even met anybody that I, that I could say I could, I could pull now. And they wouldn't have a litany of everything is fucked up. Yeah. I don't know anybody who would say, oh, yeah, this is what are you talking about? Whiny little bitch. Everything is as it should be. I, 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 I can't even I can't I don't have the imagination to create the person that would tell me that I can't I can't picture them in my head. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they. I don't think that person that exists in this society right now, which tells you that with all the tools, so-called tools that we have at our disposal, all the pathways that we have, none of it is really, really working for people. Even we've said it, been saying it a long time. Even the richest people in this country are ready to fucking road rage. If the wrong situation happens, because they got so many other underlying issues, what, where, where, dude, we got, I, I hate to pick on the athletes again, but we got guys who make multiple millions of dollars to play with a ball, and they fighting on the court. Did somebody fight on the court recently? Yeah, they're just punching each other in the face, like it's just millionaires, multi-millionaires. You, but you mean in general, or did I miss something? Because I have been kind of tuned out of the news. No, yeah, there was a, there was a basketball... Uh, uh, was it a basketball fight? Yeah, it was a basketball fight recently. But, I mean, just the sports in general. The, the fact that these people can make so much money and still be that angry, angry enough to, to fight during the game, that should tell you something. It, it, it's a lot it of this shit. Silly. And it's a lot of it. It's not just them. You know, I don't want to pick on it, guys. But it's... It's a lot of it. It's a lot of people and a lot of situations where you think if you had those parameters, you'd be like, hey, what do you matter? I'll be fine. But it's, it's a lot going on. None of this shit's working. None of it's working. No, so I don't, I, I don't want to keep repeating myself. I mean, we've said it at least <laughs> once every episode for the last couple of years. But I mean, it. W- what are we left with at this point? Seriously, Listen, you can't not- legislate. You can't legislate the things that we need to take place, that the things that are going to have to take place for us to change the paradigm and, and shift things over to a new way of operating. There's nothing you can write down on a piece of paper that's going to no. stop a, uh, a, a, a blood drinking pedophile from from doing what he does on the weekends. Especially when he's already like a high-ranking military official, and that's what he does in his spare time. He's, he, he fucking drinks baby blood, and right. yeah. So, what do you, how do you fix that? Right, you're not going to stop him from running NBC. He's just not going to do it. <laughs> Allegedly, you can't stop him. Allegedly. Allegedly, yeah. There's nothing you can do. There's no. There's no political party. There's no paperwork. There's nothing you can file. There's no Molotov cocktail you can throw that's going to stop people from doing the things that they're doing. 
that that's destroying this whole and as a matter of fact throwing the molotov cocktails is part of the destroying everything not just physically destroying but you you're fucking everything up spiritually because you get addicted to the rebellion and you to the point where you can't even see something that could be beneficial for you your movement the people you claim to be trying to protect and all that you can't even see what is a beneficial conversation to be had because you you, you just want to fight right now your Molotovs are too small to bomb on God. Right, facts. You can't, there's nothing you could do. You're not reaching the tier that you need to reach. And even if you did, you know, they, they got some shit that'll blow out our backs from where they stay at. So it really don't matter when it comes down to it. You can't outdo them at the thing that they've mastered, that they've mastered violence and, and colonization through fear and slavery, shit like that. They've mastered that. You can't beat them at that game. Right. There's you no don't. Thing. <laughs> don't don't play 21 with LeBron James. Challenge him to a game of chess. That's what you got to do. Right, right. You don't fight sharks in the water, bro. You know that's not where you want to fight a shark. You, you if you can if you can get him to chase you out of the water, you, you, you won. beat his ass. <laughs> you beat his ass, but you don't hop in the water with him. Man. That's not the way it goes, bro. It's not the way it goes. So I think that shit needs to be abandoned in a lot of ways. I think. Uh, ignoring like you said just ignoring them putting your head down and figuring out the pathway to get to the actual currency and i know that pisses a lot of people off because they say money don't solve all problems like i totally get it but you have so many more options and doors open to you when you not only okay let's not even talk about what you can afford to do physically in the world with the money it's about what your mindset could be like when you're not under that much stress and anxiety. Yep. That's a whole different set of uh, functional parameters that your brain can operate with. That'll get, they're probably going to give you access to ideas and, and shit that yeah. you would have never been able to reach if you didn't buy your way out. So it's, it's a skate pot or nothing at this point. I'm not going deeper in that's for sure. Mm-mm. And neither are they. They're trying to abandon their ships, too. They got abandoned caves everywhere. <laughs> you know? And, and, and that works in our favor. So yeah, it's, it's going in the right direction. I just want to see what's going to happen with, uh, with, with Joe Byron and cryptocurrency. I want to see what he really has to say. What, what does he really think? I don't know. <laughs> he, he ain't stopping me. I bought millions of VVS. I bought millions of Shiba. It, it, it can't be stopped. It can't stop, won't stop. I need my attendees. I won't choke on them. Bongo. <laughs> Uh-oh. It wasn't Bongo. me. It wasn't me. Do you hear me? Yep. He hears you, honey. You're kind of loud, babe. Okay. Time to log off now. Oh, my goodness. This is, what, this is what happened. The warden. I my husband. We let her have. We let her have a little bit of mic time. <laughs> and this is Bongo, I want my husband. This is what happened. Well, so, I can't, you can't deny a woman her husband. That's just torture. That's not right. Bongo, I want him now. Honey, he hears you. Be polite. You can't just be shouting at men like that. That's craziness, honey. That's disrespectful. <laughs> get up, get up out of here. I'll be please a... have my husband now. Honey, right. he's he, he, absolutely. He's gonna re- please have my husband now. Honey, he's gonna release me. Uh it, momentarily, we're going to wrap it up right now. May I have my husband? Honey. Yes. But not directly at the behest of a woman. I have to make it be my own decision. Yeah.
he he said yes, but we need to make it emphatically clear that it's not at the behest of a woman, that it's going to be done of his own volition. And these are the terms on which I shall be released. Dola. Because I asked. Honey, I'm on because a... Because a woman asked. I'm on a Yakubian leash. This is just the way these things work. You don't know <laughs> because you, you haven't heard Patrick Stewart read the great and glorious tale of the scientist Patrick Yakub. Patrick Stewart is a wonderful, wonderful man. And you haven't heard Christopher and Walken read chapter two. Or Keith David here. read chapter three. You're my husband. <laughs> Bongo doesn't want you as his husband. Honey, <laughs> <laughs> these are facts, oh, I, honey. I see what she's doing now. Oh, <laughs> Bongo, do you want Daniel you see as your husband? <laughs> Bitch, don't say my government name. You got to go. Now he's got to edit. <laughs> yeah, now you just making more work for me now. I'll be out of here in less than two minutes, honey. Count to 120 and I'll be in the bed. Get up out of here. I'll be there soon. I don't want to have to hit you. You know I love you. If I count to 120 and you're not in the bed, I'm going to come over here and cut your finger off so I can get into that thing. Uh Uh-oh. I understand. She's talking about the gun safe. She's threatening to cut off my finger so she can get the biometric (laughs) reading to get to the guns. That is aggressive. It's that Bronx shit, man. It's, It's... it's it's hood. It's food desert behavior. All right. She has to All start right. to t- she has to count to ten before she starts counting to hundred. You gotta start to count to ten first, wrapping up. You got a ten second buffer. I apologize <laughs> for that that grave disrespect. That was awesome. But that yeah, was- I I I gotta go. Yeah, <laughs> clearly. <laughs> clearly. But yeah, man, I, I definitely uh, appreciate you making some time tonight. And uh yeah, shit is about to get real. And I'm I'm looking forward to the solstice ceremony for anybody who's following the show. You know we do uh, you know, ceremonies a couple times a year, and I always have a bunch of dope shit that I bring back from the vortex afterwards. So uh, definitely be looking forward to to all the interdimensional gems that I'm gonna bring back. Lovely, I can't wait to hear them, man. Always, always a pleasure. Happy solstice. May the may the injection of capital in January uh, send our stocks to the moon, mm. and may Joe Biden's uh, big dick talk um, only make crypto stronger. May it be so, uh, Dola. Dola, <laughs> enjoy the rest of the night, brother. You do likewise, brother. Always a pleasure, man. Peace. Peace.